play a game. They're here. <laughs> Here's Johnny. <laughs> Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> And when you're down here with me, you float down. You like scary movies? Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Man. You look so much better bald. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, welcome back to an episode of Friday the 14th. Uh, new new, new faces, I guess? I don't know. Uh, Franco and uh, the, the returning Franco, I guess, and the returning Mr. Fuentes. Fuentes. Uh, today, we're talking a non-horror movie. As it, it's a thriller, but like a non or thriller. It does have gore. It has gore. It has lots of gore. And uh, it's a Christmas episode, so we're talking about Violent Night. Violent Night! Uh, the newest Christmas holiday flick. Um, how do you want to start? Do you have like, that line of everything? What do you want to start off with? I'll start it however I want to start it. Sounds good. Sounds good. First off, who are you? <clears throat> I am uh, Franco. Who are you? The, I'm Mr. Fuentes. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, Glad we so, got that out of the way again. Yeah, I just want to make sure that, you know, people who are jumping on know who we are, uh, if they haven't seen our faces before. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, we're going to do Violent Night. Uh, I think it just came out, what, uh, last week? It was the I think first so. Yeah, like the, uh, came out. the third, fourth. Um, and yeah, definitely, uh, it's a, it's a definitely a twist on, um, the, a Christmas, uh, movie, um, what would happen if Santa happened to be coming in through your house whenever, um, a hostage situation was happening. <laughs> um, so yeah, Violent Night, um, it has a, a David, uh, or yeah, David Harper, the the guy that plays Hopper on uh, Stranger Things, and he played um, man, I forget the name of the character he played in Black Widow, but basically the anti Captain America, uh, Red Guardian, the Red Guardian. Yes, he played the Red Guardian and Black Widow, um, and then we have uh, John Laguz Laguzaman, Laguzaman. Lagusma. Uh, Lagusma. Uh, I always just say, like, that's the guy from, like, Super Mario Brothers, the live-action movie. That's the only thing I ever remember him on. Um, I, he obviously played a lot of good movies uh, throughout the years. Uh, that's just the one that I always uh, reference him to, and I'm pretty sure he hates that movie. Um, and then we got a bunch of other people, which I've seen them, but they don't seem like they're uh, super popular uh, faces. Alex uh, has... Hassel, Alex Louder, Cam. Uh, Gig he was in Encanto. Gig he played Bruno. Oh, yeah? He yeah, that's, that's interesting. I've been seeing that movie a lot because my daughter. Dang. I know that Cam uh, Cam Gandon, that's the, that's the guy that played Never Back Down, uh, the main villain antagonist uh, for sure. Um, Ida Patterson. Uh, I, Ida? 
Ida, Evie, Patterson. Um, yeah, and then after that, just kind of a bunch of uh, faces I haven't really seen too much of. Um, some of them like seem familiar, but like I guess just in passing movies. Uh, but basically, Violet Night is a movie about Santa coming to a home uh, that is uh, having hostages being held. Um, a little girl who happens to be there um, asks Santa to help, and Santa is just in the wrong place at the right time. And um, we kind of get his adventures of him trying to help uh, this family out and get them uh, away from this hostage situation. Yes, that's what the movie's about. I'm looking at these comments, and I'm not putting none of them up, and they're just spam comments, and they're funny. But, um, yeah, yeah uh, you can go watch a movie in theaters right now. It's not streaming anywhere. It's just in theaters only. Only in um, theaters. Bring the theaters back. I guess, like, <clears throat> the movie was – I enjoyed it. I guess we give it a rating. Uh, did you see it, the re- director and all that as well? Oh, the director was Tommy uh, Warcola? 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 Ricola. Ricola. Um, doesn't really seem to have a giant um, list of movies that he's directed so far. Um, but a lot of them seem to be kind of those off-brandish types of movies. We got a movie called Dead Snow. We Hansel got Hansel and Gretel. We got the Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter. Uh, Dead Snow 2. Uh, what happened to Monday? I actually haven't seen that one. I think I've heard good things about that. Actually, what happened to Monday? Um, what happened to Monday? It disappeared apparently. Huh? No, Monday was the name of a person. And oh, wasn't? And she disappeared. Um. But yeah, uh, relatively, I don't want to say new uh, director, but uh, definitely haven't seen him in any bigger movies. So I think at the moment, this is probably his biggest movie that he's been a part of that he directed. Um, yeah. So what did we, uh, what did you, you said you enjoyed it. What would, what would you get a bit of rating out of? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Liked it a lot. I'm not big into Christmas movies. I don't know how you feel about Christmas movies, but I'm not big into them that much. But you're a mean from beginning to end. I have my attention and I would give it 4.5 machetes out of five. Damn, 4.5 machetes. I don't know if y'all know anything about Franco, but he's a hard man to please. (laughs) Very. Movies and real life, just so y'all know. Um, Movies are real life. See, you can't even agree with the statement I just made. Just can't please this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, no. Um, I would give it a four point. I would give it a four point five as well. I was teetering between a four and a four point five. Um, See, I was teetering between a four point five and a five, but like, I couldn't think of anything that would make me give it a five, and I couldn't think of anything that made me not want to give it a five. But like, I don't know. I, I, it's not a perfect movie, just because it's a Christmas movie. I think. Yeah, that's probably. I think for me, it it still it still kind of gives you that um that parody kind of not a parody feel, but it's not a parody obviously because there's no movie. It's really parodying, 
but it's kind of a parody off of Christmas in a sense. So it's kind of a kind of gives you that wacky comedic feel. And it's hard to, to me to give like a comedic film a five just because like it has to have more depth. And that's where like you really there are comedic films that have depth, but this one wasn't really too much depth. I don't think they gave it some depth, but it wasn't like super like, <sighs> you know, it made you want to like, I don't know. At least that's in my opinion. You know, I didn't feel like there was something missing, like, I don't know, maybe something off or like, I didn't want to give it a five either. Uh, or even a four. I was like 4.5. I was like, I want to give it a four, but I kind of like it. I would definitely recommend this and I'd probably watch it again on my own time. And that's pretty much how I rate things is, will I watch it on my own time again? If I will, then it's probably a four at least. Um, if it's not, then it's going to be a three probably. Uh, and fives, I don't know. Like Franco, I'm hard to impress. The only thing I have movie I would give a five to is um, Insidious. Insidious. That's Insidious. a really good movie. Um, yep. how, do you, how do you feel about Christmas movies? Do you watch a lot of Christmas movies? Um, I enjoy Christmas movies for the most part. Um, I, I wouldn't say I like watch a lot of Christmas movies, uh, but I remember growing up, um, you know, there were Christmas movies were definitely like something that were on TV a lot, and I'd watch them all the time. Um, I know we had like a Christmas movie when I was growing up that was play a lot, and it was that Arnold Schwarzenegger one. I think it's called uh, Jingle All the Way. Um, I have no idea. And basically, it's a it's a movie about Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has a family, and this kid wants this super, he wants this action figure of this popular toy, and everyone in the world wants it too. And it basically gets sold out. And he's last minute trying to find this like last action figure just for his son. Though it just leads into this giant like wacky adventure. And of course, he meets people who also want that same. Action adventure. It just becomes a really kooky movie, um, but it was really funny, and we owned that on VHS, and so we I'd watch it a lot as a kid. Like it was just a funny, a funny Christmas movie. Um, but yeah, I've always kind of enjoyed Christmas movies, and for the most part, I like the holidays. I like Christmas. Um, you know, it's the only time of the year I think things get to slow down a little bit. People actually get like days off. You can actually see your family, and you can actually like go have fun with them and have an excuse to get together and like just be happy kind of <laughs> sometimes for most people yeah for most people <laughs> um but yeah um i guess we can kind of get into the meat of the movie um you know you, you pretty much said what you thought of that you liked it overall um what did you think going into the movie when I first first saw the original trailer, the first one, it made it seem like it was a horror movie. It made it seem like it was like, you know, the how it is Santa Claus uh, getting at the wrong house. Yeah, the house getting broken into, but it seemed like he was going like on a, like a murder spree, like horror, movie wise. Mm -hmm. But then the second trailer dropped, and it was like, oh, this is like a funny, thriller action type movie, mm -hmm. and, um. I don't know. The first trailer I saw was like, okay, I want to see this movie. If it's a horror Santa Claus movie, but then the second trailer, I'm like, I don't know. It seems like a B, B-rated Christmas movie, mm -hmm. and like I'm not big into Stranger Things. I don't care for David Harbor, so I was like, you know, I don't see him playing a good Santa Claus. I don't see it being that good. 
but I, I was wrong. I was glad to be wrong. Well, how'd you feel about it? Would you going into it? I just thought it was going to be a fun movie. I mean, I I do like Stranger Things, and I like David Harbour and his portrayal of Hopper, um, which I noticed in 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 cinema. Whenever you play a character pretty well and it starts getting like bigger, you start getting typecasted uh, for that type of character. Um, so I kind of figured he would be kind of a Hopper-ish type of Santa. Uh, which he was, in my opinion, you know, he was kind of a smart ass, um, but he was the good guy that was trying to help, you know, the little guy, which is who he is also in Stranger Things. Um, yeah, I mean, he was just the exactly he got typecasted and I, I was I, I enjoyed it because it's pretty much the same character he would have played um, in Stranger Things. And I like his character he plays in Stranger Things. So, you know, um but I kind of want to go back to what you said. Like, so because it's even though they both both of the ideas are Santa killing, but one is to save people and one is to do it because he just wants to kill, it makes it a completely different thing to you in your head. Just because one he wants to be a nice person and yeah. save people, and like, one he's doing it to be violent and let's hateful. let's let's get into spoilers <laughs> here a little bit. So if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want to be spoiled, you know, get the fuck off our uh, live stream. Come back later on when you're done watching it. If you want to be spoiled, then proceed with caution or whatever. But I think the premise. I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the yeah. fuck out of it. I think it would have been so much better had they done it where. Santa, okay, the, the movie, uh, I guess it spoiled more of it. He, um, He's feeling bad about Christmas at this time. He's feeling down after doing it for, what we say, 1,100 years, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that. 1,100, um, yeah. He, uh, the world's filled with greed now at this point. All the kids want is money, 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 toys, toys, games, money. That's it. Video, video games and yeah. money. Video games, money. That's pretty much all the premise of what kids want, which, I mean, it's true nowadays for the most part. Mm-hmm. But um, had they turned it into like, oh, you know, he got tired of going to houses and all that, and he went on a killing spree, like something just switched, mm-hmm. and like he started enjoying it, I think like it probably would have been so much better. It probably would have been a five to me. And I think that's something they should look into doing maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah, bring bring back David Harbour because David Harbour honestly was a good Santa uh, in my eyes and everything. Um, I would love to see him play Santa. I know throughout the the years, I guess we always have different Santa Clauses. Like um, everybody remembers Tim Allen as Santa Claus, and uh, I can't think of others on my head right now because I didn't watch many Christmas movies. But I think uh, David Harbour, if he reprises Santa Claus, I think I'll let's watch it. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. They do give. A, I don't think I'm really gonna. I don't know if we're really gonna talk about it, but they do try to give like a backstory. Of Santa, um, I think as for like a sequel wise, you know, I was going to talk about this at the end, but we're already kind of talking about possible bringing him back for another another movie. Um, I don't think a movie after this event would be good, but I think yeah. a prequel about you know how he got into the position he's in now because they dropped a lot of hints, kind of like giving you an idea of like how he became Santa and like what his life was previously before Santa. And um, they definitely built a good 
foundation for making a, a good prequel and maybe even the like last um thing that happened right before he became santa because that kind of seemed to be the thing that changed his mind about you know being the person he was back in the past to the person he is now um i think that'd be a pretty good sequel slash prequel to this movie uh if they do decide to bring him back um it's a good freaking movie guys just go watch it <laughs> um by the end of the stream we're both going to change it to five all right the well that's actually also was going to tell you earlier was that if if they made a prequel to this movie and they did it right to like really like coincide with the things that he talked about during this movie i think it would make it a five because you'd 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 feel it a bit probably more the next watch around if you watched the prequel and knew he what he went through before becoming santa and then watching this now and being like wow like okay he went through a lot and it probably took a lot for him to change his ways back to um having to be a person he didn't want to be anymore um in this movie but i don't know you'll never know maybe 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 we will know maybe if we talk about it enough people will be like we need the prequel to the movie we need the prequel to the movie release the snyder cut release the snyder cut <laughs> release the harbor cut um you have any particular scenes that jumped out to you that you um do you want to talk about that? Um, can we get into our favorite deaths first? We can go to the favorite kills, yeah. Favorite kills. Uh, mine was the third kill, I think, or second kill. It may have been second kill. Um, he's Santa Claus is fighting off these guys one uh, for the first two. I think it's one by, one by one. Uh, the second kill, he's uh, he doesn't want to kill them obviously because he's Santa Claus. He doesn't want to be that guy again because. They had the backstory, and apparently he killed people. And uh, he didn't want to be that guy again, apparently. And um, he's trying so hard not to fight back. But then, you know, he has to kill these people because they're just breaking into and they're, they don't believe that he's actually fucking Santa Claus. Because, you know, adults don't believe in Santa Claus anymore, which is uh, real mm -hmm. dumb. But he's, uh, kill him. He, he stabs him in the eye with, uh, with a star that was on top of a tree. And... Uh, the dude's still fighting back after the stab. So, like, he's running at him, and this dude, like, he sees the wire and plugs it in. And he yeah, electrocutes him basically to death, and I thought that was pretty dope. That was my favorite uh, favorite death scene. Kill scene. That was a really good one. Um, even the first one was pretty good, you know. Um, it's really funny, because I remember, you know, um, I talk about this a lot in a lot of the quotes that I've, or a lot of the other past podcasts, but um, they talk about like in movies and plays, like everything's been like broken down like so much. Like, um, if there's something in act, if there's something in act one, then it needs to be used in act two. So if there's a gun hanging on the wall, then the gun should be used on the next scene. If especially if you point it out in camera view, and so they did a pretty good job of that in this uh, movie. Uh, they showed the, him almost falling out the window or looking down at the window and seeing that icicle. Um, and then you get the next, you get the kill and it happened to be the guy, you know, going out the window. Um, this movie, I think was very well done. Um, 
my favorite kill scene, which I kind of I don't even want to say it just because like it was so almost like cre it was so creative and almost so unbelievable when I saw it like, oh, shit. OK. OK. Oh, wow. This is what's happening. Whoa. OK. Um, like I want people to see it and have the same reaction I did when I first saw it, because I was like, wow, that was really creative. I've never seen that before. Um, so I'm probably not going to say it, but it does have to do. Um, what's up, Bill? Uh, don't don't say it because that scene uh, it's sort it's a really good scene. I'm I'm not gonna say it. I am gonna say it, though it, it it's the it's basically the boss fight in the movie. Um, so it is a really good kill. It is the boss fight kill. Um, but another one of my favorite kills uh, scenes in the movie um, was more of the montage of whenever he's trapped in the shed and uh, he finds a sledgehammer. And he he went gets, Triple H on him. He he gets a uh, very uh very connected to his past self and uh, uses that sledgehammer to kick some ass. And yeah, he he definitely kicks some ass. Um, it was a really really cool montage and cool scene. Uh, definitely something cool to see because if you you obviously see in the beginning that Santa Claus, at least this version of Santa Claus, isn't at least anymore, a very jolly person. He's kind of had some repressed anger kind of going on and almost felt like he was doing this Santa gig as a, like almost like a job requirement and not really because he cared about it anymore, which you kind of get inklings of it during the movie that he did at some point, like really care about doing this and then has slowly kind of felt like it's a job that he doesn't even want to do anymore. Uh, even to the point where he kind of says in the very beginning of the movie, this may be my last Christmas. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I did have a kind of a theory and, you know, this is something that maybe it's not really it's it's a spoiler, but it's not like a big, big spoiler. Uh, it's just something that when you go watch the movie, maybe you can see it and maybe it makes sense to you. Um, but they talk about the Christmas magic throughout the movie and they don't really like give it like, it's almost like a mysterious magic that not even Santa Claus himself understands. He's just like, I just, just Christmas magic. Like I, I don't even really know how it works. He said, I think it says it like three times in the movie. I don't really get how it works either. Like it's just, uh, it doesn't even like what I like kind of what I said before a prequel would be really awesome to kind of know like, Oh, okay, he doesn't know how it works, but he got a, a magic scroll, scroll. He got a magic bag. He got the reindeers that fly. You know, he goes up chimneys, but he doesn't know how any of this magic works. He just seems to be able to use it and not know anything about it. Is there a master, you know, Christmas magic master warlock or something? Or is there a special orb he keeps with them? Because I think that's how they did it in um, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Is he there was this magic orb or something like that that kept all the Christmas magic or power? Um, I think I'm not 100% sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be really, it'd be prequel. We need a prequel sequel. <laughs> we need, we need two. I, I want one on like how he became Santa Claus and end when he becomes Santa Claus. And then we need like a second one because Rudolph wasn't in this movie, it was just the eight. And he mentioned yeah. Rudolph, so I kind of want to like know the backstory of Rudolph. Why, why aren't you using Rudolph? And 
how'd you how'd you come across Rudolph as well, I guess. Right. So like it could be the first prequel could be about the whole how he became Santa Claus ended with his first year and the second one will be about how he got to Rudolph and how Rudolph isn't there no more. I don't know. Maybe Rudolph right. went on a killing spree himself. Right. That's Maybe. why his nose is red. Yeah. It's all blood. Maybe they can make that one to the horror film. <laughs> Rudolph. The... Rudolph the killing reindeer. Killing reindeer. Um But yeah, so my theory is when he tried to use the Christmas magic to escape, it wouldn't let him escape because that he was supposed to be there. The Christmas magic basically was like, no, you need to stay and help these people. It didn't give him an option to leave. Um, which is why I don't think, I think the Christmas magic didn't work for him when he was trying to leave and why it did work for him when he was trying to escape from, um, the people because he already had made his mind that he was going to stay. So I think the reason his Christmas magic didn't work was because he was destined to be there to help those people. That that was his, uh, his you know, it was his debate, you know, it was his destiny. He couldn't leave. You know, once he was in, he was in there. Um, so Christmas magic, uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird how I, I want to know more about it. Like, what is it? But uh, I guess when you watch the movie, you can make your own conclusion. But, you know, I thought maybe later it would tell you that, oh, well, Christmas magic runs on juice and he maybe didn't have enough energy or something. You know, I thought they were going to give some kind of excuse on why he couldn't use it later on. But it just basically it kind of just turns out that Christmas magic just does its own thing. It does whatever it wants, whenever it wants, uh, which I thought was kind of crazy um, in the end. That he didn't even know how it worked. Uh, you want to jump into favorite scenes? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, favorite scenes. I was just trying to think of what my favorite scene would be. Um, I really can't think of a favorite scene. Like all those scenes are really good, but one that I can remember that uh, sticks out, I guess, is they're outside in the snow, and uh, he like gets snow, makes a snowball. And it's like a perfect freaking looking snowball and throws it at the dude and the dude falls and is knocked out pretty much. Like it's a, it's a, it's a dumb scene, but like, I liked it. It's just like the, <laughs> he'd made it and like, you look at it and it's like a perfect snowball. Yeah. I think, um, I think what's really cool or something that the, something that to me that makes this movie a four to 4.5, this is one part of the movie that I think was really, um, really brought out that that rating for this movie is that they um they basically recreated a small section of home alone in inside this movie which gave you the nostalgia for movies like home alone and so it was it was really really well done the way they did it so it was but it was like way more violent <laughs> than your home alone movie uh which i think is even more satisfying because so, as at least two deaths in it yeah, it leads to, well, one she basically kills someone, and then yeah, the other one, Anna. But yes, it leads to two deaths in the end. Um, but yeah, no, it's really crazy. Like how uh, I thought that, that was probably my favorite scene was that whole kind of scene playing out. Um, the and the nostalgia from it, like it reminded you of Home Alone, you know, um, and all the little traps that he put together and all the stuff like that. Um, 
and that you know watching this little girl recreate all that stuff and do it to the to the people that were breaking into her home like the other movie it was just a really good uh uh, homage pay, paying homage to the old you know home alone movies and it also being kind of a christmas movie uh as well so it's just um yeah the home alone movies are christmas movies too and i like those movies as kids too um but yeah and i mean they did a really good job recreating it and it's so it's definitely one of my favorite scenes um yeah, it's they did they did a good job. I already said that like five times. I mean, I really don't know. I can explain all the traps and everything, but it's just one of those things that you you just need to see it for yourself, like how she does everything. I can explain it step by step, but it's just so much better to like watch how it all plays out because like this little girl really like outsmarted these these guys. Like they they and it's it's really funny too, like the way they did it because they really you walk into this that trap as like oh. It's so obvious what this dumb girl's trying to do. And then she like really, really messes them up. <laughs> that was a good scene. Yes, sir. Um, is there anything you like about this movie that you disliked? That I disliked about this movie? Um, disliked. Walking into it, I wasn't going to like it. So I guess that. Does that count? <laughs> I wasn't excited for it. Um, no, not really. Because even from like the very beginning, they started like right away with Santa, mm -hmm. and uh, like everything was well done about it. Like I thought for sure they'll like oh, give some story to the the kid and the the people and everything. But no, they started right away with Santa Claus and the bar and all that stuff. Him going, and they went with the kids and the like adults and everything and. There's like no boring moments in this movie at all. Yeah. I do know a different way I would have loved to end it in whenever we get into that, I guess. But no, there's no no least favorite scenes for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's always hard because I know every movie it needs to have like its its moments and its backstory. Um, for a little bit, whenever they're getting into the uh, the little girl and Santa talking on the walkie-talkie and uh, hear him giving the kind of the backstory and her kind of going back and forth, I felt like it was starting to drag, like almost starting to drag. I was just like, oh, man. Okay, when are we going to get back to them, like actually dealing with the other people? Like, um, But it wasn't like it, it, it ended appropriately. It was enough backstory for you to understand what was going on. Um, but... Any any time that happens in any movie, I'm always like, oh, All, especially when you start seeing action and then there's a lull happening and you're like, okay, so when are we gonna get back to the action? Uh, we're gonna have this backstory, uh, but it wasn't too bad. Um, I mean, that was probably my only. I wouldn't say dislike, but almost dislike, uh, because I do enjoy the backstory and it's the whole reason I want a prequel to this movie. So. I mean, it did its job, you know, letting you kind of wonder about what Santa was like before he became Santa. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it did its job. And in the end, it, it paid off because I want a prequel now. <laughs> Give it to me yesterday. Um, I guess we're yeah. 
way we want to end it? Do you have a way you want to yeah, end it? Yeah, I was going to say, well, you said you there was a way you would have ended it. Uh, how would you have ended it? Because I mean, I liked how, okay. I mean, how it ended in a sense. In a sense, I guess I do have one dislike about it, but I just saw I'll put it in this. I didn't like that they didn't have Mrs. Claus in it. They mm -hmm. referred to her, talked about her, even had his uh, wedding ring on, but they didn't show her. I think, like, there's nothing major that I will have done to end it. It's just whenever the the reindeer leave, they go get their bag, his bag, uh, towards the ending, his bag and his, um, something else. What else did they grab for him? Oh, the hammer. The hammer. Uh, what was the hammer? Skull Crusher. Skull Crusher, yeah. And uh, I would have just had Mrs. Claus, you know, in with the reindeer, taking it to him. She was in the bag, man. <laughs> she just left like a little note saying you forgot this or whatever. I would just have her put her in there so you can see Mrs. Claus. Mm -hmm. But that that's how I would have ended it. Just like, oh, look, Mrs. Claus. Well, that's I mean, one of the reasons they probably didn't do it is because they didn't know how successful this movie was going to be. Yeah. If they cast a female as Mrs. Claus now and they really go do the prequel movie, now they have to stick with that person. Mm-hmm. But now they have all the options in the world to pick anyone as Mrs. Claus for the prequel sequel that you are going to release for sure for this movie. Yeah, we even talk about the budget. How much is like the, the budget of this film? Or it's, uh, I guess you could talk about what if you would have ended it, if it done anything different while I looked that up. Um, no, I think it ended pretty well. Um, I mean, every movie that has a story, I'm a, I'm a very like, I want everything to be closed nicely. And so like what happened to the family? How did, you know, how did everything end up afterwards? Um, you know, what, is there anything special? Uh, you know, maybe even some blooper scenes of uh, not blooper scenes, but kind of blooper scenes of Santa, like finishing off his run, but he's all bloody. So he's like stumbling and trying to like put presents and like knocking over shit or, um, or even like seeing a kid, that comes out and he wants to like creep up and see Santa Claus. And then he turns around, Santa Claus is all beat up and everything's all bloody. And he's like, ah! and then that's how it ends. You know, something like that I thought would be um, hilarious. But besides that, I mean, the actual way it ended, I thought was good. Um, you know, I guess I don't want to say uh, cheesy or dislike, but the, the way Santa was saved in the end, to me was like kind of cheesy, but I mean, it kind of goes with the whole Christmas spirit thing. So it's all Christmas magic, man. All of it. What were you looking for again? The budget. And oh, it was 20 million. It's not bad. So far for its opening weekend last week, it was, it made 41.8 million. Okay, so it doubled its, doubled its uh, profit or doubled yeah. its budget. Yeah, opening weekend, which I mean, that's yeah, pretty good. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I really don't have anything else I would uh, say about this movie, uh, except it was really good, and uh, I highly recommend it. Taglines. Oh, tagline. My favorite thing about this entire film, the tagline is better watch out. You better tagline, watch out. Uh, from one of the quotes from the movie, they tried doing a Halloween kills. 
instead of uh, evil dice tonight, this motherfucker Scrooge said Christmas dice tonight. Yeah. I, I popped whenever he said that. I think I looked at you, but you weren't like you're paying attention to the movie. I was like, this shit's hilarious. Yeah, no, I, I, I saw whenever I heard it, I was like, they just they just they did that from that movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. I like it. I like it. No, uh, Christmas dies tonight. That that was a good one. Um, Taglines. Um, well, it says you better watch out. So that was pretty good. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Get ready for some Christmas beatings. Christmas beatings. Seasons beatings like the show. Seasons beatings. Past Friday. <clears throat> seasons beatings, yeah. Get ready for some seasons beatings. Um, milk, cookie, and whiskey. Milk, cookies, and whiskey. Uh, I did actually, like, before white hopping on in here to kind of refresh my memory of the movie itself, I... Uh, Watch the trailer to see if anything like that I might have forgot popped popped in my head, and in the trailer, in that very beginning scene where that Santa asks him, "Oh, I've been doing it for four years. How long have you been doing it?" Uh, in the movie, it's different than in the trailer. In the movies, he says, "I lost count. You know, it's been so many years." In the trailer, he says, uh, "How long have you been doing it?" And he's like, "Oh, I started the whole thing." So that's what he says in the trailer. Um, so it's 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 pretty funny, you know, to go back and watch trailers sometimes after watching a movie, because like you'll see like scenes that they change or things that they cut. Because um, sometimes you'll see scenes too in, in trailers that you're like, that never happened in the movie, or I never seen that scene in the movie. Um, I forget which there was a movie that was like really notorious for that. Like it was one of the Marvel movies. Like they released a trailer, and like almost everything that was in that like trailer. Uh, wasn't in the actual movie at all they were like using their like side scenes for stuff i was like that's kind of funny um pretty kind of smart i think um but yeah no um i think 4.5 is appropriate it was a really good movie uh they did a really good job um executed the scenes properly um definitely left you kind of at least me, I don't know about Franco, but it left me wanting more to like know more about like the actual past of Santa Claus and stuff like that, which, you know, that's kind of a, if they never make any kind of prequel or sequel to this movie, it'd probably make this movie still perfectly fine and it's never going to like bother me. Um, but having a prequel and like kind of knowing more about that past they were trying to kind of build on would be awesome to see. But get leaving you with that little bit of idea for you to wonder yourself what type of person Santa was before this movie. Um, it's still kind of, a, I forget what it's called, but it's a, it's something mo movies do to kind of keep you interested. Like they don't give you the whole story. So you, you get to use your imagination to fill in the blanks. Um, so they did that pretty well too. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's it, huh? Yeah, I was looking up some trivia right now. That's the reason I was, it's written by the team responsible for Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I've never seen Sonic, but um, this one was pretty good, so I'm going to go watch it now. And apparently there was a reference to uh, Hopper. After Santa Claus takes out some of the insurgents, Scrooge asks whether the protagonist could be a small-town cop with five kids. A reference to Stranger Things and Harbor's character. Oh, I guess he does say that, huh? Yeah, I, I didn't catch that. I didn't either. Uh, the number of visual and plot references towards Die Hard 2 should not be surprising since uh, Scrooge was featured in both. I've never seen Die Hard 2, so I don't know. But, yeah, written by a team <laughs> responsible for Sonic the Hedgehog. It's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. But uh, do we got anything else? No, I think that's it. That's our review. Um, I mean, our review, we could have broke down a lot more in this review. Um, but we really just wanted to give our favorite scenes and favorite kills because there's just so much more that happens in this movie. Um, it was well put together. The The gore was kind of like, it was pretty extensive and they did a really good job with it. Um, like when someone bled, they bled. <laughs> It wasn't like a little trickle of blood or nothing. Like, it wasn't like overly crazy either. It was just like a little more than, you know, you would think. And it's just like, wow, okay, cool. Um, there was a lot of cool little things going on. Um, and just the whole idea, I guess, this is another thing I did want to ask um, you is like, one of the things I liked, or maybe you saw, but they kind of portrayed Santa as like more human than like supernatural in this movie um like almost like a human with a few like supernatural abilities in a sense but mostly human for the most part um did it seem to you like he had like overly like strength like a little stronger than the average human like the way he caught the butt of that gun in the beginning mm, i guess yeah like i don't know he did throw a guy at some point. He flew pretty far. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" He like really flew. <laughs> he took out uh, all the all of these guys were like Navy SEALs. So this motherfucker got down. Yeah, they're all trained, trained military. And yeah. yeah, he took them all out in the dark. Um, but that just means he was a badass warrior at some point. He was but like, yeah, no. Around. It was pretty, like, I don't know. I was just, like, I, I did like the fact that they kind of left him more human than, like, supernatural. Like, like almost like, it would have been kind of lame if he, he got, like, stabbed and it didn't affect him. It's just like, oh, I'm Santa Claus, bitch. Like, <laughs> you can't shoot me or stab me. Um, part of me thinks that uh, the reason he was, like, felt pain and bled was probably because of the whole uh, people don't believe in him stuff. So, so you like, think... You think the more more people believed in them, the more uh, invulnerable he would have been? Yeah. Like if, I mean, obviously no adults believe in him at this point, but if like more uh, more people believe in him, the, like, I guess more uh, heroic, superheroic he is or whatever. The more stronger. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Even like more toward the, you know, the ending of the movie. And if you are going to go watch this movie in theaters, which is still in theaters right now, 
uh, stay for a post credit scene yeah. or uh, mid mid credit scene, or whatever. Because uh, I was gonna joke about it with you or watch it. I was like, oh yeah, like I have your and get up, but like, yeah, we gotta stay for the for mid credit scene. Like, come on, like pretending like you know how every movie is supposed to have one nowadays, and then they actually have one. I was like, oh, pff, okay, I was right. Cool. There was a mid credit scene, yeah. Uh, yeah, stay for the mid credit scene. Uh, I don't know if there's an end credit scene. You'll have to tell us because we didn't stay that long. Um, but the mid credit scene, yeah, for sure there is one. So check it out. It's a pretty. It's a. It's not like super important to the plot, but it was. It was a funny. It was yeah. a funny mid credit scene. Um, but yeah, I think that's it, man. Well, uh, that's our review for Violent Night. Uh, we both get a four and a half out of five. You can go watch it in theaters currently right now. It was a universal film, so it should be streaming somewhere soon. Uh, but yeah, thanks for watching, listening. Uh, this should be up audio-wise sometime next week. And uh, we will be coming back with Friday the 14th uh, starting Thursday, January 12th. We'll be throwing out, rolling out episodes. We should be having the whole schedule up probably by next Friday, this Friday. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Follow our social medias at Friday the 14th UHD. And uh, you can follow me at at Rastin Tacos as well. And you can follow my lovely, lovely co-host over here and his bald face. My face? My face isn't bald. Not bald face, bald head. Only my head. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um i'm mr fuentes i do music uh you can catch me on uh, spotify or anywhere you'll stream music uh, just search mr fuentes uh the name that's right under here um or if you're listening audio mr f-u-e-n-t-e-s uh, also all my social media tiktok all that at mr fuentes 361 um and yeah thank y'all for joining us uh We'll be back next uh, month and getting back into the horror grind. And hopefully we'll be releasing what our first uh, review is going to be uh, for the for the year soon. So we'll see you then. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.